Coming up later on in the day, Tom Lucas talks with Ethan Rogers of Northwoods Bait. But first, check it in with Carl Adams from Timberline Sports. Carl, you know, the last time we talked, things were still going good on Black Duck. It seemed to be a real steady bite throughout the whole season. Uh, we, we still got it going, or are we hitting that uh, July-August funk? You know, I, I, I she's still held pretty strong. I haven't seen uh, uh, Black Duck stay this good all summer in a long time. It's maybe not quite as consistent where it's every day, but... Uh, you know, at least every couple of days you'll talk to guys who went out and got their limit. I mean, it's not just catch a few fish. It's uh, when they get on them, they'll bite really well. Any any theories as to why this is happening? Well, there was a big population of fish out there, and I think that's most of it. It's, those, it's that one-year class of fish with uh, that are mostly uh, 14 to 16 inches, but perfect eating fish, and there was a, a real big year class, and I think they... Uh, uh, they uh, they have to find some food there sometimes, so they've been definitely eating. It seems like, uh, you know, as I've been talking to guys, um, Winnie seems to be fairly consistent this year. Bemidji's been outstanding, and Blacktick has been outstanding. And the other ones tend to be a little bit more what you'd expect this time of year. And that's what I would say. I said right now on a lot of the other lakes, uh, if you can chase some panfish or chase some pike or chase some bass, fishing has been really good on those other lakes. But if you were just after walleyes, uh, uh, the main lakes are the ones you just named there that uh, have had real consistent bites all year. What seems to be the trick to catching them on black deck these days? Well, our slip bobber and the leech bite that I usually say is going to slow down, uh, you know, by the end of June uh, hasn't slowed down this year. It's uh, that bite in the evening has uh, has been pretty good, um, but throughout the daytime you can still catch fish doing using any of the techniques. There's a lot of uh, a spinner and crawler, spinner and a leech. Um, there's I've even heard of a few guys jigging a minnow and starting to do okay. So. The bite has been good. Um, the best bite has been that evening slip bobber bite. Um, there's been, but there's been guys who, if they like to troll crankbaits, have trolled crankbaits and caught them. If they like to uh, jig fish, they've caught them. The Lindy rig bite's still good. So all the techniques have been working. Where are they finding them right now? Uh, they're on the, the weed edges or on top of the bars. So if you can find them on top of the bars, uh, you know, especially right in the evening, they seem to bite pretty good. Um, but uh, any other place that you have some weed edges, it seems like if you're going along there in the daytime on those sunnier days, you'll still be able to pull a few fish that'll entice from those weeds. And when it comes to black duck, it's pretty much all about the walleyes. It is. There, there are some uh, some other species in there. Obviously, there's a lot of northerns that'll bite all the time, and uh, some monster panfish. Uh, but right now, if you're out there, you're you're chasing walleyes, and and that's what's biting. So it works out pretty good. Later on in the show, we'll find out what's happening on Red Lake with Carl. But up next, Tom Lucas checks in with Mr. Rogers at Northwoods Bait and Tackle. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Take good notes so you sound smart. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Tom Lucas uh, talking with uh, Ethan Rogers, getting an update uh, here from Northwoods Bait and Tackle. How are you this morning, Ethan? Hey, doing fantastic. Ready for a little cooler weather here. A little cooler today, yeah, and then warmer again for uh, for August, I think, or for the weekend. Yep. That's kind of an August story, isn't it? We start to, it, I, just at the very beginning of, uh, of a transition here, and you'll see more of these kinds of things happen. And as a musky fisherman, as I know you are, uh, what uh, what kind of adaptation do you use there when the, when things go cold on you, and it happens to be the day that you're fishing? You know, I, I actually prefer prefer the cooler days. It kind of breaks that uh, that dog day summer summer hot weather. So 
uh, you know, where you kind of have to target them a little more towards the evening and uh, even at night, you know, when that water cools down a little bit. Um, I see a few more active fish when, when it starts to cool down, and especially now that we have the, the, a little bit of algae stain on some of the lakes, it seems to be helping too. So, If you had a style of, uh, of fishing here for, uh, for the month of August as opposed to what you might do when things are really heating up around the 4th of July, uh, do we make any adjustments uh, for, uh, for August when we start to get into that vague transition season again? You know, I'll, I'll still hit some of my, some of my shallower haunts. Um, top waters and blades uh, continue through August for me. Uh, I, I still prefer, uh, you know, some guys prefer the bigger blades. I still love using smaller blades and uh, cater the speed, you know, see what the fish are doing activity-wise and, and adjust your speed as needed. You know, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thing to say because, you know, anybody who does this on a routine basis uh, knows a little bit about this, but in a lot of cases, people think, uh, you know, I've got a reel that does that brings back so much line, and if I'm burning a bucktail, I'm burning a bucktail, right? And, and, right? and we don't think about making those adjustments, but you really have to kind of adjust based on what the muskies are telling you. Right, right, yep. Yeah, change change it up and then see what uh, see what they relate to. Oh, uh, one uh, uh, we you know I have some some baits that I use uh, for uh, for muskies that are uh, are just the ultimate uh, like a hog wobbler or something like that where you really almost can't fish it more you know slowly enough. Uh, and then you have other things that you want to that you want to burn, and uh, and this time of year, you know, as you noted, uh, with some of the stain on the water, that kind of thing, it, it speed doesn't matter as much at that point, does it? No, no, especially when you start going top water, speed isn't necessarily a factor. You just kind of want to want to get it over the top of them and get their you know get their attention. Uh, you know, the noisier, the better, as far as I'm concerned. You start using like the pacemakers that have that that click to it, or or the Lake X lures that have got that really nice plop. It's uh, seems to seems to get them to wake up a little bit. I know you're in the uh, in the tackle business, uh, Ethan. But uh, again, it's it's good advice one way or the other, any way you look at it, because uh, muskies do learn uh, a lot, uh, don't they? You know, if they get caught on a certain thing, it does seem like uh, it gets harder to catch them on those particular baits. So changing things up becomes important. Oh, exactly, exactly. And I I've actually learned more about walleye fishing as a muskie fisherman getting to learn these other areas of the lakes and and watching the locators and uh, a good example i was out uh, on cass lake on sunday muskie fishing and we were we were releasing a fish we drifted up into four foot of water and there were walleye tails everywhere all the way up in four feet so interesting yeah. to see the patterns and see where some of the fish are yeah, certainly. Uh, and you mentioned walleyes. Let's talk about walleyes. It's, uh, you know, usually we get into, you know, through July and into this time of the year and people kind of uh, start targeting other things. But, you know, from what I'm hearing, in some cases, the walleye fishing has been fairly consistent. I know Lake Bemidji seems to be doing pretty well. Lake Bemidji is just, it, it's been such a success story this summer with the amount of, of walleyes being caught out there. Now, it did seem to slow down just a little bit this last week, but, you know, we're starting to get into that uh, kind of later summer uh, transition now. Where, uh, you know, the crawler bite's still been fantastic, but again, it slowed down just a little bit. But we're hearing more crankbait bite. We're hearing more uh, jig and wrap bite. So fish are going to be a little more aggressive, chasing things a little faster now too. You know, I know crawlers. Uh, crawlers are always a good bet in the summertime for walleyes, but it just seems like with all the rain we've had, uh, that uh, that maybe they might be keying on those a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, crawlers and. Boy, we've gone through a lot of leeches, but I think crawlers have, have kind of been the winner here the last few weeks. All right, so as we make plans uh, through the uh, through the month of August and fish over these next couple of weeks, we talked about, uh, you know, transition. It's kind of hard to, to imagine. We're already talking about it, but we're uh, starting to transition into fall patterns here before too long. 
Yep, yep. And it's I, I, fall is my favorite time of year to to get out. I like the cooler temps myself. Um, love chasing muskies, and and I I enjoy the crankbait bites in the evenings, especially out on Lake Bemidji and Cass Lake. And there's no better time you get into August and early September. Boy, my experience uh, to northern pike fishing becomes uh, a, a lot more. Uh, things are more conducive to that kind of thing when you get into those uh, those autumn months as well. Oh, absolutely, and uh, you know, the pike fishing has been just the last few days. We've had uh, we've had some groups in that are that are targeting specifically pike, and the size of some of the fish they're catching on Bemidji is is great to see. You know, 38, 36 uh, inch fish. I know of 140 that was caught here recently. So there's some beautiful pike out there. Yeah, that's a real pike. You get around 40 inches. That's uh, that's extraordinary. Yep. So you're right there, conveniently located, of course, about as conveniently as can be there with uh, Northwoods uh, Bait and Tackle right there across from the Northwoods Access on Lake Bemidji. And inaugural year out there, uh, how have uh, how things gone, uh, generally speaking? It has been great. The support has been uh, fantastic and humbling. Uh, people thrilled to see something up on this end of town and uh, happy to be here, happy to be open. Ethan from Northwoods Bait and Tackle in Bemidji. Ethan Rogers, I appreciate very much the update. Thank you. Up next, we check back in with Carl Adams from Timberline Sports and Black Duck. Find out what's going on on Red Lake. If you catch a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, and you're never going to see him again. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Back with Carl Adams from Timberline Sports and Black Duck. Carl, as always, we need to find out what's happening on Red. You know what? Some of the reports I've heard off of Red have been really good too. We've had a, if we get a couple days in a row without a west wind, it seems like everybody that heads up there does really well. And there's been a little less traffic, partly because we've had some had some storms roll through that'll shut it down for a couple of days. But uh, almost all the traffic that went up there this weekend did really well. Uh, you know, we had a couple of calm days in a row, and if we do that, uh, the bite's really good. And it's that same cover water technique if you can troll a crankbait or troll a spinner and, and cover some water you'll find some active fish up there and and there's been some really nice fish getting caught up there that's been a, a good bite the population's really good up there do you need live bait up there uh you probably don't need it but if you like to fish that way there are days i'd hate to ever go without it mm-hmm. um, but there's uh you know that crankbait bite is probably the most consistent but there are days where if you're not uh, dragging a leech or a crawler and and some days you need to have a minnow it's uh it's one of those lakes where it's best to bring everything and uh and then just figure out which one they're biting on well we we certainly got a hit with the cold front today uh it's going to start warming up again and then by the weekend back into the 80s what do you think this is going to mean for fishing well, it's, it's been a warm summer. We've had a lot of those warm days, and I think what it's, it's going to do is we're going to see our, our fall bite kick in a touch earlier just because I think the, the fish will have ate up all their, uh, their food. They have, to, they have to feed a lot during the, these warm days. They're burning up a lot of energy. So I think we're going to have a fantastic fall. So even the lakes that aren't biting yet are going to start, you know, hopefully by mid-August we'll start to see some really good bites on a lot of the lot of the lakes as they've ate up some of their food and the bugs are done hatching and stuff and we're not very far away from fall it's uh it comes in a hurry all of a sudden it's <laughs> august and and then before we know it it'll be september and we'll have that fall bite going on so i expect uh, to see fishing um like i said right now it's best if you're looking for walleye to pick a couple of those lakes that are real good 
but I would guess that everything is going to start by the end of the month. So Okay. Well, let's take a look at some of the other lakes in your area, looking at the other species, whether it be bass or a good panfish bite or maybe even a good northern bite. What are some of the lakes you're hearing about? Well, the, the bluegill bite on gull has been really good, with a few crappies and a few walleyes and some pike and everything else. But, but uh, gull and pamoosh have five fish bluegill limits, and they have great uh, bluegill fishing in them. Both of those two lakes have been, that, that bite has been really strong. Um, but almost all the little lakes around, if they're a smaller lake and don't have a lot of walleyes, they will have a lot of, uh, of panfish in them. So the crappies and the bluegills on lakes like like Gilstead and South Twin and North Twin and all those, you'll, you'll be able to go out and catch some, some panfish uh, on almost all of those lakes. And those lakes also have good bass populations that, that aren't fished that hard around here. Uh, you know, most of our bass... Don't see baits as often, so they're readily, they're they're usually ready to bite. Yeah, we talked about that earlier this year. You got so many great bass lakes up there, and you just don't have that many bass anglers. There isn't, and, and I think there is a few more every year with a few more guys, uh, you know, coming from Bemidji area to come up. And, and there's also a, a few more guys at the resort that realize that bass are a uh, fish that that does bite in in July and August when a lot of the other fish aren't, um, and so they're they're a fish that. Uh, they're a lot of fun to catch, and, and there's been a few more. And, and we had a couple of smallmouth lakes that, that have taken off, and that, I think, has got a few more people chasing them, too. So we have, you know, Beltrami and Island both have uh, real good smallmouth populations, and you can go out and catch a lot of smallmouth without having to travel too far. Yeah, that that is nice, absolutely. Have you heard anything from the guys going up to Lake of the Woods? It has been a phenomenal summer up there, too. I think that, that, that has probably been as consistent as any other lake we've named. It's... Uh, uh, that bite has stayed really good, and it's gotten to that summertime where a lot of its trolling crankbaits are at least covering some water up there too. Um, but that bite has stayed really, really strong. How, how are the sturgeon guys doing? That hasn't been quite as good. Though when the season opened back up this summer, I had a few guys that uh, <clears throat> that uh, were targeting and actually did really well. And, and it, it probably hasn't been that it hasn't been a great bite. I just think that. Uh, there's all these other things going on. There's been a few less people targeting them. Like in the springtime, uh, there's not many other uh, games in town, and everybody uh, heads up and chases uh, sturgeon. And this time of year, the, the people that have been doing it have been catching some fish, but there hasn't been quite as many doing it. Okay. And again, if you're looking for a good walleye bite uh, close to home, black duck and red, both uh, both kicking them out. They're both kicking them out. And you've got uh, all the bait and tackle we need at, uh, at Timberline? That is right. Everything you personal need and, and some extra even. Okay, sounds great. Carl, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs>